Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Welcome to episode 181 of Your Career Podcast. I'm your host, Jane Jackson, your career management coach on a mission to make careers guidance, inspiration and advice accessible to all who need it. Your Career Podcast does just that. There's plenty of career management and career transition advice, personal branding and job search information and interviews with fascinating professionals who have made amazing career changes. Today, I have an incredibly talented guest on the show, Kyle Elliott, who is based in the United States and is really making an impact in the career coaching space too. Before we launch into our interview, if you enjoy Your Career Podcast, please take a minute to leave a review on iTunes because, one, it's a nice thing to do, and two, it really helps this podcast to reach more people who may need support. And for ongoing career development and career transition support, one-on-one plus group coaching sessions and online career development programs, join the Careers Academy online. With membership included at no additional cost is a one-on-one coaching session with me, plus every single month a group career coaching session via Zoom video conference. You'll be a valuable member of a wonderful international network of professionals supporting each other and keeping each other accountable. All you have to do is go to www.thecareersacademy.online for more information or look for the link in the show notes at janejacksoncoach.com forward slash podcast. At the end of this show, I'll give you the link to download my free job search guide too. Now, on with the show. Elliot is the founder and career coach behind CaffeinatedKyle.com. He's also a self-proclaimed Starbucks addict. As a result of working with Kyle, students through C-suite executives have landed jobs at Facebook, LinkedIn, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, and you name it. His passion for coaching has positioned him to present and motivate people on topics of professional development, mental health, and social justice. He's an official member of the invitation-only Forbes Coaches Council and is a certified health education specialist. Finally, while Kyle has received national and international recognition and awards for his work, he is most proud of being dubbed Mr. Loquacious by his fifth grade teacher. And now let's welcome Mr. Loquacious to the show. Hi, Kyle. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. 
Ah, well, I've been following you on LinkedIn and I had to have you on the show because you are such a fun guy and you do so much on LinkedIn as well and really know how to leverage it. And so I thought, you know, two career coaches on the show today, it could be a very valuable one. Now, you've had a fascinating career journey. So how about, just to kick us off, tell us a little bit about your career aspirations when you were a little boy. So I originally wanted to be a sign language teacher. So when I was young, probably five or six years old, my parents for Christmas got me a whiteboard, school supplies, all of that. So for a number of years, I wanted to be a sign language teacher, um, perhaps an English teacher, but I've always wanted to help people. And then it transitioned into a vet, a doctor, a lawyer, um, until I did mock trial in 10th grade and I was really bad. <laughs> so <laughs> lawyer was out. Um, I wanted to be a nurse, a doctor, but everything, as you can tell, was helping professions. So I always knew I wanted to do something around that. Mm, wonderful. And I, th- I think if you always had a passion for that, like dedication to a cause or service or, or make a difference in people's lives, then what you're doing now is perfect. So how did you go through your career journey? When, when you went off to university and you were studying, what, what was going through your head then? Yeah, so by the time I went to university, I originally majored in nursing. So I planned to do nursing. I wanted to run a hospital, but I wanted to start in a clinical position. And I planned to be a nurse practitioner or a doctor. My second year into school, um, I went to apply for the nursing major, and I found out I had too many units. So nursing is really impacted in California. So if you have more than 96 units, you just can't get into the major. So I ended up switching my major to health education, um, a similar major, and said, okay, after I finish school, I'm going to switch and get a master's in nursing, and I'd still go down this route. After some consideration, informational interviews with nurses, I found out, okay, nursing is not what I want to do. The hours don't align. It's a lot of being on your feet, a lot of running around. So I instead decided to switch to healthcare administration when I got a master's for that. Found out that wasn't really what I wanted to do. So in the middle of getting that master's, switched to nonprofit management. Um, and that's where I finished my master's was in nonprofit management. Yeah. You know, even in the educational section of your life in your career journey, there are multiple twists and turns. And you know what's interesting is you're saying how much you love the nursing and that's what you wanted to do. But when you actually found out what the job entailed, your personal preferences of not always being on your feet and not, you know, having to worry about shift work, that helped you to make your decisions. And so many people, when they decide on their careers, they don't realize, they, they think the job title probably sounds quite good in the idea idea of the career is good but when you get down to the nitty-gritty there are personal preferences of what you like and what you don't like and you learned very early on so you must be a very very once you make up your mind Kyle you know what you don't want and then what you do want you tend to explore is that something that you would recommend for your career coaching clients too? Yes, I would recommend for them to try things out and perhaps before going all in for the degree or going into the job perhaps try and see if you can shadow someone or do an informational interview. Because for a long time, I had my eyes set on being the COO of a hospital, the chief operations officer. And as soon as I did informational interviews with two or three COOs, I realized it was nothing like I imagined. They're 
in their office a lot of the day in meetings, doing a lot of numbers. And I don't like any of those. I don't like meetings. I don't like numbers. And that just doesn't sound fun. I want to be walking around the hospital, chatting with people, educating patients, educating staff. And they're like, yeah, I don't do that (laughs) at all. I maybe walk around the hospital once a day during rounding. That's it. So I would really encourage people to do those informational interviews and shadow people because what we see on TV or what we research online isn't always the same as what people do day to day. Mm, You're absolutely right. And so when you graduated, what did you actually do? So when I graduated, um, a day after graduation, I moved back to the Silicon Valley. I had a job in the nonprofit sector doing fundraising. So I got a job working for this big foundation, doing exactly what I wanted to do, fundraising. And then my first week on the job, I found out the job was nothing like what I expected. Um, My boss was part-time. I thought my role was new, and there had already been two people in it before me that they had turned over. Um, The department had a lot of turnover in the last year, I believe 12 people, and the department only had two staff. (laughs) So there was so much turnover. Um, When I wanted to go to Starbucks, I would leave for five minutes, come back, and they'd say, where were you? And I was a senior manager. So it was just not what I expected. So I ended up getting recruited to one of my old jobs at San Francisco State University, managing some of their residence halls. Um, I was a resident advisor when I was there for undergrad, and I just never expected I'd be back in higher education. When I left there, I was like, okay, I'm going to go get my master's, go do fundraising. So it was interesting being back, but I really saw it as an opportunity to really flex some of my skills. I'd never managed staff before, and I had a team of 23 in that role. So it was a really cool opportunity to just try something new. And that's what I feel like has happened with each of my roles, with my undergrad, with my graduate degree, with leading this team. I was figuring out what I did and didn't like in each of these roles. And that's what I encourage my clients to do. Sometimes you just have to try something and say, do I like this or do I not like this? Yeah. Yeah. As I say, said earlier, it's, it really is the twists and turns of your career as well. And also the fact that you joined that for that fundraising role. And once you were in the role, realized, hey, this isn't what I actually signed up for. Yeah. It just goes to show in the interview process, you have to ask the hard questions, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really find out what it's like. Although sometimes you, you ask all the hard questions and you start mm-hmm. in the role and a couple of weeks later, you think, what is this? the job spec has changed (laughs) and it can be frustrating. Yes. I have clients, they get into jobs and sometimes they feel catfish like them TV show catfish. They just say, Kyle, this isn't what I signed up for. And it can be frustrating. And sometimes they come back and say, Kyle, I landed my dream job. It's everything I wanted yet. It's not what I signed up for. And then we have to navigate that. And I think sometimes that can be a real difficult moment for someone to say, Oh my gosh, I did everything right. I asked all these questions and it's still not what I expected. So then figuring out what they do from there and saying, okay, what do we do with this and what other opportunities are available? Mm -hmm. And I think dancing in the moment and being flexible and being willing to make that change and keep learning and not think of it as a failure. It's not a failure. It's a learning experience, isn't it? Yeah. And so obviously with those little changes, you you started to develop quite a lot of resilience too. And so how did things go when you were at uh, San Francisco University? Yeah, so I was there for a year. I loved it. Um, 
one of the most fun jobs I've had. Um, about half my day was just managing the operations of the building, very technical. The other half of the day I was counseling staff and students. So I really was developing those coaching skills. And a lot of the students I saw were students of concern. So my staff of 20 something would see students daily, they would meet with them. And then when those students had concerns that my staff can address, I met with them. So I was only seeing typically really difficult concerns. So people who are having suicidal ideation, addicted to drugs, um, conflicts with their roommates. So maybe they got in a fist fight, really difficult situations. So I really just found this love for helping people through those processes. Oftentimes these students were just stuck or had something going on and I got to sit down with them and figure out, okay, what's going on? Let's create an action plan. And then I would meet with them on an ongoing basis or have my staff check in on them to see how they're doing. So I found this love for coaching and counseling and just helping people take action. I was there for a year. Um, my contract was renewed. I was asked to come back and I signed it. Um, I believe in May. Um, and then June, I said, you know what, actually, I'm going to unsign this. I said, really, I'm really sorry to my boss. And I decided to leave and run my caffeinatedkyle.com career coaching business full time. Ah, so that's how it started. You enjoyed the, the counseling and the coaching so much that you thought, hey, I can do this on my own. And so now very, very interesting. Well, first of all, San Francisco, one of my favorite cities of all time. I lived there for a year, many, many years ago. And it's just such a vibrant place to be and very, very special. And so you, you must have spent quite a number of years in San Francisco. Yes. Yeah. Between my undergrad and then coming back and working full-time, I was there five years total mm -hmm. um, before making the leap. And then now I live just outside of the city for the last two years. So I just love the Bay Area. Oh, beautiful, beautiful part of the world. Now, I want to hear all about this caffeinated thing. Okay, what is this caffeinated, Kyle? And <laughs> now I know, reading your bio, that, of course, that uh, you, were, you were called Mr. Loquacious when you were mm -hmm. in school. So obviously, you were quite a chatty, chatty Kyle. And uh, maybe it appeared that you were caffeinated then, but you would have been too young, right? But so now, caffeinated Kyle, tell me the story behind that. Yes. Yeah, so when I was working at San Francisco State, we were trying to figure out the name for my business. I have a staff member who is really creative. Um, we were just coming up with names and we knew just coffee had to be involved. Almost every one of my staff members during our one-on-one -on -one would go walk to a coffee shop on campus. Um, they knew as soon as they came in, I'd say, okay, let's go. <laughs> and we'd go get coffee. So we knew I had to be involved. And finally, at like two o'clock in the morning, I was saying, okay, coffee, caffeine, caffeinated Kyle. And I just clicked that this was going to be my company name. And since then, caffeinate your job search, I've actually obtained the um, trademark for that because it's just so near and dear to my heart and just describes me so well because I'm caffeinating people's careers. A lot of my clients are coming to me and we're meeting over coffee. Um, I do workshops on caffeinating your job search and using LinkedIn and lattes to navigate the job search process. So it's just been something that's always been a part of my life too. And you know, that's very good branding, such good branding. I'm trying to think I'm, I'm here. And if anyone's watching the video of this podcast, I'm drinking, but this is tea. Okay. And so maybe I should have tea time with Jane or something. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But but actually, having having uh, having coffee in the background or caffeinated because with caffeinated it means energy, uh, 
uh, a little bit more powerful, uh, gives you ideas. You know, you tend to have a coffee and you have brilliant ideas. And so that all, all makes sense as well. And so you as an individual must have lots of energy. I would say so. I tend to have a lot of energy and a lot of ideas and my mind is just continually going. So I think that's why when I write resumes, for example, they're just really powerful because I think over every item and then I rethink about it and I say, okay, how's this going to be perceived? And then how about by this person and this person? So I'm just super analytical. I'm very anxious. So I just continue to think over it multiple times and it results in really powerful documents or LinkedIn profiles or with my clients when we're practicing interview prep, I ask them a lot of questions because I just am continually mulling over what they're saying. Um, so that energy plus the caffeine just results in some amazing results. Mm. And your own LinkedIn profile is quite amazing too, Kyle, because when you read through it, it, you really get to know your personality. It comes through. And that's one of the things that's so important, isn't it? Because you're telling a story and you're taking us on this journey. And this, this is one of the reasons why we connected in the first place, because you had such an interesting profile. And I thought, I want to get to know a little bit more about this person. And that's what everybody on LinkedIn needs to do, is to have a profile that attracts their audience the right people not everybody just the right people yeah that, that's that's the important thing and so when crafting a LinkedIn profile this is well we're both LinkedIn trainers so, so that's it but let's hear it from you what's the number one thing you recommend to your clients that they must do on LinkedIn Hmm. The number one thing I loved what you said about really that story. I want to know your story and I want to know what's unique and different about you. So I almost want you to fill in the line. What sets me apart from every other blank. So whatever your title is. So whatever, what sets me apart from every other blank is blank. And I want you to be able to answer that on your profile. And I want to know that. So if you're a project manager, I want you to tell me what sets you apart from other 10,000 project managers in Seattle. And you might even put that on your profile, what sets me apart from every other project manager is, and then have one, two, three, and have that in your summary. Mm -hmm. Because when recruiters or hiring managers are reading your profile, they really quickly want to know, okay, I'm going through hundreds of profiles, what sets you apart? So if you do that for them on the profile, you're doing their job and making it really easy for them to make a distinction. And if you can make it a little polarizing, saying, all the other project managers have an MBA, but during that time, I instead spent three years in Europe gaining hands-on experience. If you can make it polarizing and say, here's what's different about me, that's even stronger. And like you said, everyone may not like it, but what you're doing is pushing away those people who don't like it and then making room for the people who do love it. Those companies that appreciate hands-on experience are then going to be attracted to you. Yeah, yeah, it's attraction. That's the key word here, isn't it? Because social media, it's so busy these days. And, you know, whether it's LinkedIn or Snapchat or Twitter or Instagram, and everyone's vying for attention. And so in order to really stand out, you have to have that point of difference. And I like this, the polarizing or else having an opinion. Because, you know, also what I notice, many people's profiles are quite bland. And I tell them, look, LinkedIn is not a resume. A resume is you, you, you document documenting past history, basically. Mm -hmm. But it needs to be your LinkedIn profile needs to be aspirational and project you into the right direction. Would you agree? 
Oh, absolutely. I want to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I love adding to people's profile when not at work, here's where you'll find me or here's what I do. It only needs to be a few sentences or just a few examples. I love this type of music or I love baking apple pie, whatever it is, so that I understand you're a human. Because at the end of the day, most of the people I work are, with are job seekers. At the end of the day, when I'm hiring someone, I want to know that I'm going to like being around them. They're amiable and they're fun. So by sharing that on your profile, you're helping the recruiter or hiring manager not just see you as an applicant, but see you as a colleague and someone they can get along with. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think LinkedIn gives you the opportunity to have that little bit of an X factor, your superpower that comes out, right? And and when um, an employer is looking for someone to fill a need to solve a problem that they have, this is why they're hiring, there's a problem that needs to be solved. Um, they look for people who can do the job and you get that in the resume. So the skills, the knowledge, the experience, okay, that's fine. But there could be other people who are a match that way as well. But then your personal preferences, as we said earlier about whether you want to have shift work or be on your feet or work indoors or outdoors or talk to people or do analysis that that those are the preferences but the final one and this is where LinkedIn has the magic is the best fit and if yeah. you let your personality shine through and in your profile Kyle it shines through so strongly I love it I love it so much and and also having all of the extra media photos videos audios uh, included in the profile that really rounds it out yes yes because people they just want to know who you are Um, and like you said that resume is more documenting your history or documenting your past I can get that there I kind of think of the resume as the cake of a cupcake it's more dense Um, it's going to fill you up but the LinkedIn is more the sprinkles. It's the frosting. It grabs their attention. It's more friendly. Um, at least in the U.S., we don't have photos on our resume. But on LinkedIn, we do, so you can be more personable and friendly and really just grab their attention. Hey, sprinkles. Hey, frosting. Come over here. And then once you've grabbed their attention, they can ask for your resume and you can share all those career details. Mm. And while you've got the cupcake and the sprinkles and the frosting, you can have a coffee too, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, you know, back onto coffee. Um, in America, you like to go to Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks was in Australia, but you know what? I, I, I don't know if you know or not, but in Australia, Australians think that they are the center of the universe when it comes to coffee. Mm-hmm. And so this could be quite a debate because I think we have um, many Italians who have moved and live in, in Australia. And of course, they're amazing with their coffees too. And mm-hmm. there's a very, very strong coffee culture. So people have interviews while having a coffee. Uh, They network while having a coffee. And I'm sure that it it must be the same over in the US and in San Francisco where you are as well. Mm -hmm. So what is your favorite coffee, Kyle? I usually go for an iced vanilla latte. Um, Lately, so I've been working with a nutritionist not to do like sugar. So it's usually just an iced coffee with like a splash of soy milk. Um, But I prefer vanilla. I like really sweet stuff. Um, My fiance says I'm really vanilla because I usually only just do vanilla stuff and then cookie dough ice cream and nothing else. I'm a very like type A person. (laughs) Cookie dough ice cream. Now that could be a whole podcast in itself, couldn't it? I know. (laughs) Cookie dough ice cream. We'll go to two or three shops until we find a shop that has cookie dough ice cream. (laughs) You sound as bad as me. I like Chunky Monkey. (laughs) 
which is a good one. Oh, you know what? You're just bringing back all these wonderful memories of when I was in the US two years ago. And uh, we went to San, we started our trip in San Francisco and then went around the States and then ended it in San Francisco as well. But there's, there's another favorite place I go to and I didn't have coffee there though, but it's called the Cheesecake Factory. Yes, that is my favorite restaurant. <laughs> ah, at, at Union Square. And I had to, we went back there two, three times. I, I, and, the, and the cheesecakes, they're so much bigger than in Australia. They're absolutely enormous. And I had to have the caramel cheesecake and just about everything else as well. Just love it. Okay, Let, I've, I'm digressing over to food now. It's just the memories of San Francisco and where you are. And so tell me about your business, Caffeinated Kyle. What are the services that you provide? Yes. So I help people who are stuck. So people typically come to me because they're stuck with their career, with their life or their business. So I help them get unstuck. Oftentimes it starts with a resume. People come to me and say, Kyle, I want to go work at Facebook or LinkedIn or Google, but I just don't know how to get past these thousands of other applicants and stand out. So I help people get unstuck, figure out what's different about them. I call it owning their fabulousness. So there's 5,000 other people, what's different about you? And really just achieve things they never imagined possible. When people go from having never worked in tech to landing a job at Facebook, I've worked with fellow coaches to double, triple, quadruple their revenues. So just really helping people who are in a place of stuckness get unstuck. Mm, Wonderful. What would your top three tips for job search success be? I think the first is to really just own what's different about you and not be afraid to scare some people off because you'll be able to make room for those people that are attracted to you. The second would be to really make use of networking. So I encourage people, if you're interested in a role, go find people who are in that role because their hiring manager or their boss is the hiring manager. So really make use of LinkedIn, for example, or even Instagram and find people who are in your target role and chat with them. And lastly is to don't be afraid to ask for help. It's okay to reach out to people and say, hey, I'm interested in working at this company. What tips do you have? Or, hey, I need help with my resume. Do you mind looking it over? Don't be afraid to ask for help. Wonderful, wonderful tips. And you know what, Kyle, just talking to you, your warmth and genuine care really comes across. And I think it would be just amazing for anyone to work with you. And so where would they find you? Yes, um, on LinkedIn, it's Kyle Elliott. I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. I love the platform. Um, And then my website, caffeinatedkyle.com is a great way to contact me as well. Perfect. Well, what I will do is I'll have all of your links to all of your other social media platforms as well in my show notes at janejacksoncoach.com. And so anyone who wants to reach out to you, actually, it would be so easy. I I reckon if we just Googled caffeinated Kyle, you'd pop up, (laughs) which would be fantastic. So thank you so much for coming on to your career podcast, Kyle. Um, And from one career coach to another, much respect and kudos to you. I love what you're doing. And um, thank you so much for your time yes thank you for having me you've been listening to your career podcast with jane jackson if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review on itunes i'll love you for it and as promised here's the link to your free job search guide go to www.thecareersacademy.online forward slash free job search guide too easy. 
or go to my show notes and the link will be there. So hop over to janejacksoncoach.com forward slash podcast and you'll find all the links to Kyle Elliott and also to the free job search guide there as well. And remember, until next time, believe in yourself and create magic. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.